0: 2020
1: podcast what it's a 2020 podcast what it's 2020 podcast bro what 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 yeah whatever, whatever, what up whatever, what, 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 what up
2: this is the 20 by 20 podcast and where are your host nathan mcfly with Ow. it's
1: fucking
2: quarantine poppy <laughs> week four Shit nigga Woodrow,
1: man. Shout out to the nation of Domination. Yeah. Shit.
2: Shout out to Los Boricuas,
1: man. What up? Yo, word. Shout out to Los Boricuas. And shout out to fucking Theo Sabio Vega for the follow back.
2: For real. I was going through his his IG. His IG looks just like my uncle's IG
1: and shit. Yo, word, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty dope, though.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty dope feeling looking at that, man. But yo, episode 100, baby! Wow,
2: hundred gun salute!
1: A hundred gun Shit. salute! What? Shit! My man! Shit is real. A hundred weeks, bro. Wait, Can't wait, we
2: got
1: here. Yo, dude, with one with one bump on the road. That's about it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean. There's been some bumps in the road for sure. Yeah, yeah. The whole way through. But we fucking here, yo. Shout out to you once again, man, for fucking just driving and making sure this shit got done and shit, whatever needed to get done, got done. You know, shout out to LP Dangerously.
1: Word, word.
2: Mr. Shice. Yes. That boy, Bing. Yes,
1: yes. you,
2: You know what I'm saying? The Founding Fathers of this shit but uh yeah man 100 fucking episodes deep that was like what almost 2 years right
1: yo yeah b we we going in uh in a month 4 weeks going to be 2 years
2: that's crazy man that's fucking wild yeah but man yeah, it's been it's been dope
1: and it's crazy how like you know the the 100th episode ties in around the same time as like the two years of this you know what I'm saying and, and it's like damn you know like with the way the world is right now and we can't really you know vibe together like in the room like you know it would have been dope having you know the primos the manitos scheisse and LP us all in the same all in the same area just you know talking on shit but Shut. at the end of the day you know what I'm saying thank god you know we still got our health Still got our wealth, and you word know up. everything. Everything is good on our ends, you know.
2: Word up, word up, yeah, 100 episodes, yo, 100, that's wild.
1: A hundred, my nigga, holy moly, yo, last Double year, digits. and it's like, yo, not for nothing. We don't even got a thousand followers on <laughs> on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe everything together, with Instagram and and Twitter, is over a thousand, but. It's like, yo, at this point last year, we were only at like 350 on the grand,
2: bro. Nah, word up. We got a little weight up.
1: Yeah, when we I got a little sunshine.
2: What I, I want to acknowledge also that it's all been like genuine, natural, you know what I'm saying? Homegrown. We're not using robots. We're not doing yeah. follow for follows. You know what I'm saying? We're not following a million people. You know we're not doing all that man we 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 doing shit for the love of course and you know what i'm saying we're not out here clout chasing or out nah, here nah. trying to do the look like we look how we look we do how we do you know what i'm saying all that shit come from love so and there's been exactly. a lot of love we, we got a lot of love from all over shout out to the job it's
1: word word they were the first they were the first to give us a platform besides ourselves to actually like, uh, you know, me. put our name out there. So shout out to them. Shout out uh to True Heels as well. Uh damn man. Wells, Wells Mania out in Indianapolis. Um damn. I mean, even even the boys out in uh Tennessee. You know, the Ring Crew Report. Uh just the people we met over the over the We're last close. like two years. Uh man, you the can't... look back crew. Yeah, the look back crew out in out in Canada, out in the six um Otherworld Rio. Yeah, Otherworld Rio who uh who helped us design our first shirt the NWA NWO inspired by the NWA um damn dog, Dream Match wrestling who, who get you know who helped us with the Brian Pillman and a couple of others coming. I mean, you know, Burn through up. you know, through everything. Oh, how can I forget don't try this at home. Shout out to Julio. Shout out to the Primo Julio. I see you, baby.
2: Where who is even fucking with comedians? Shout yeah. out
1: to Shout out to Steven Pantadilla.
2: Steven aka Young Bell Boulevard
1: over there. <laughs> yeah. Where Young Bell, Young Bruce brother $2 Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what like yo, it's it's Queens. just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy like I, I'm just I'm just very, very uh glad that everything is turning out well. And we're actually, you know, we're actually gaining some traction and you know, niggas is fucking with us, man. Like Words. it was it was only it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time.
2: Well I say yo, I say we I say we uh I say we holla at somebody. Let's holla at Bing.
1: Gonna holla at Bing?
2: Let's holla at baby boy.
1: Alright, we're gonna have our baby boy, uh, Just
2: had a baby girl.
1: Just had a baby girl. Word, word, word. Hold on a second, G. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on one second. Where is that guy?
2: He hit him with the triple word combo.
1: Yeah, that's how you do it. Word,
2: word, word.
1: Word. Yo. Oh. Yo. Yeah. Hey.
2: What at? What's,
1: What's going good, on, my guy?
2: Bang? Good fellas. Alright, bang. What's this good, is, bro? This is Woodrow and Nathan, from <laughs> the Twenty by Twenty Podcast. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? I think I know I think I know who you guys are. I'm a little sign, something,
3: something. What's going on with you, man? Ain't shit man, you know, home, daddy life, watching
2: SmackDown. You know. Daddy life. Mm, how you feel about how you feel about that daddy life? Uh, yo, being
3: a dad is the craziest shit ever. Bro, it's it's awesome. You got this whole little person that relies on you. And last night she didn't sleep till five in the morning. I'm gonna keep it real. I was like, yo, this is some bullshit. And then she wakes up this morning, and gives you a smile, and it's like, ah, uh, you know what? It's okay. I can be dead tired. It's fine. It's All fine. Right. It's cool.
2: All right. All right. All right. What's good want, though, man. What's going we told on? We called you because we wanted to talk to you about wrestling.
3: Cool. I'm down to do that. It's a lot. There's a lot going on in this uh, wrestling world.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on, but uh, we're actually gonna start off with uh, recapping WrestleMania 36. Cool, cool. So, Yo, ben, you know, can you
3: get to a quieter area. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me let me move away from the TV.
1: These niggas like right by right by the fucking speaker of the TV and shit. Nah, I was I
3: was right I was putting the baby on the on the uh, boppy on the sofa. The TV's mad loud. Was good though. Yo, WrestleMania thirty six, yo, the first Mania two nights ever, bro. That's uh pretty historic right
0: there,
1: right? A little sound. yeah, and um it looks like uh Absolutely. we might be entering a new era of wrestling with all this cinematic shit going on. I mean, it's been going on for a couple of years already, but like I think WWE kind of, like, took it up a notch to the point where, like, all right, this is it, you know?
3: You're talking about both the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse? Yes. I watched both those matches. Two different reactions to both of them. I enjoyed both of them for different reasons. Boneyard match was, like, the longest movie fight scene I've ever seen in my life. And them niggas pulled it off awesome. It hid taker's flaws. It showed the strengths. You got a combination of Supernatural Taker with Teleportation, of Biker Taker. You got Mark Calloway all rolled into one. And yo, AJ Styles is one of the best performers in the past 20 years. Without a doubt, he just showed another reason why I enjoyed it very, very much. I thought it was done awesome.
1: Yeah, like, I, I really did enjoy that. Uh, it was different. It definitely gave experience. me uh 80s action film vibes like right. i could have sworn this i was like
3: a scene at a roadhouse
1: dude that <laughs> should look like that should look like a fucking uh a western version of fucking cobra <laughs> oh shit
3: that's a good comparison you know Word, like, it really did it really did
1: that that's exactly what i what i thought man and then just, just the way aj look and then this is another thing it's like when the when the talent is heavily invested and they don't make it look so corny, you know, like they, right. they, you know, they're adding, they're adding like, you know, the the time, like the time that they were in, they're adding that type of vibe to it. Like it's it's going to come off dope. You know, right. there and
2: was, even a,
3: though, you even know, though it was kind of like a, like a fight scene. Yeah. They still built it like a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. It started off, it started off hot. And then they, but they still built it. They slowed it down a little bit, and then they revved it up all the way to the end. And I, yo, it was fucking the Druids and Anderson and Gallows coming out, and fucking this nigga with the bulldozer about to kill him, and then he just teleports and he's behind him. I was like, oh shit, (laughs) it's
1: it's crazy, bro. And like you know, bro. and, And then I'm thinking to myself, I was like, yo, damn, you know, like this is gonna be the one WrestleMania where. We don't get no like crazy entrances or nothing. If you think right. about it, AJ and Taker had the crazy entrance. AJ came through in a casket.
2: Right. Fuck it, you know, Taker, Taker came, came through the bike.
1: In the right. bike, looking like he he rolled all the way from his crib. Ready to fuck but up he did, AJ. Man.
3: He rolled from Texas on that
1: shit. Word. <laughs> Nigga ran out of gas. was just chilling, bro. Fucking I, I it was um I didn't
2: know what to expect going into
3: it. When, they, when it opened up And the way that They showed it on screen That it, it didn't look live, It looked like a You know shot like On a movie camera
1: Yeah
3: I was like all right, I kind of see Where they might be Going with this And then it, it I was like wow That was fucking That was awesome
1: Yeah man
2: That was the all Best all right, match guys. of night one Alright I gotta I, I gotta chime in So chime in here? Because I, I need to know Cause I'm not saying It's bad But I need to know Where does it go from here it goes like, is nowhere. Be, is this gonna be the
3: norm? I think for certain stars like guys like Taker that are older, that are hurt and have flaws, this is something that could work with them. You don't have to do this every time. You don't even have to do it every year, but you gotta have a credible feud in order to build something like that. That feud was built in fucking two months off of the choke slam at the at the Saudi show. Yep. And then AJ's promos. Yo, then he built it quick They went after his wife They made it personal Something nobody ever did With The Undertaker And that nigga's been married A couple times Shit, that nigga used to Bring his ex-wife with him Remember when he had The other ex-wife When he was Biker Taker Used to bring her with him The one he was stalking Yeah, yeah It's not the first time He's like his It's the first time His personal life Has been bought up In the You know, breaking the fourth wall Of talking about Mark Calloway And not Undertaker Dead Man, Undertaker Biker AJ went there. He said certain things that, you know, a lot of people feel. It worked because of the talent that was in it. But You can't do this with anybody, and you can't do this with any feud. It yeah. has to be... There got to be some meat on, on in the feud. You got to have something that the fans can sink their teeth into. And hearing people talk about Undertaker and someone calling him Mark Calloway and all that shit, that built a lot of people's interest. And AJ... AJ's promo
1: game has stepped up a lot. Tremendously. Tremendously.
3: He sold that shit really fucking
1: good. Like, going back to Wood's question, if this was going to be the norm, I feel that this is not going to be normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not going to be something that we're going to see all the time. I feel what they should do with this, what they should do with it is, like you said, like if there's certain, you know, certain storylines where they build up and they need like that climatic end. You know what I'm right. saying, and th- this could be done. This doesn't have to always be at a pay per view. You know what I'm saying? It, doesn't. it could be it doesn't. At, a, at a at a SmackDown. It could be right at a Raw. Like we just seen this past Wednesday, they did it on NXT. The reason why I think a lot of people Yo, were were like disengaged by it, but like not to get off topic. You know what I'm saying? But like right. reason why I feel like they were a little disengaged by that, even though the match was good, there was a lot of highlights and everything. It was just too much for one week. Yeah, it was a lot. You know? It was a lot. So I... That, and
3: then you so had the fun house the next night, which is something completely different, but yeah. also shot in a cine, cinema, you know, cinematography kind phenom- of way and shit. Yo. In-
2: incredible.
1: Yo, Woodrow, what, what did that remind you of, the the Firefly Funhouse?
2: That shit was giving me straight Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Yup. The Dream Chaser yo, vibes, Freddy
2: right? part. Part
1: six. No, I think that was part three or four when he was killing everybody in their dreams.
3: In their dreams, yeah. I read that certain people, maybe the higher-ups, definitely loved the Boneyard match, but maybe weren't feeling the same way about the Firefly Funhouse match. Now... Boneyard match, them niggas took eight hours. They took a whole day to film that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I there's not I haven't really heard any or read any details on the Firefly Found house how it was shot, how long it took. The only thing I read was Ray Wyatt, John Cena, and Bruce Pritchard were the three main people involved with that. Yep. But also for the Boneyard match, it was AJ, Undertaker, Bruce Pritchard were the three main, main people involved with that. So you get two superstars, two different stories. You're gonna get two different, right. two different things. I feel like the Funhouse match wasn't a match; it was just an experience. It was taking that's you through his career, showing you all his failures, all the shit he did, you know, all the shit he fucked up, and all that shit. And then Bray just being that, that evil, like I'm gonna bring this out of you. You know, I'm I'm gonna bring this evil out of you. And then ultimately, I guess beating him because it wasn't really a counter or a pin; it was just he put him in a claw, and that kind of was it. But He'd exercise his demons from six years ago and all that shit. Like that thread that I showed you, bro. That dude really broke it down, like how all all the scenes and all the all the all the the visuals that they were showing you, how deep it went. Yo, they took that shit all the way back to scene the beginning of Cena's career. Exactly, clear. and that and that, was was that was great.
1: That was great storytelling. That fucking there. Love. And it was, it's exactly what the fiend is. You know what I'm saying? Like the right. fiend, he he fucked. He's it's all a mind game. Right, like the fiend's not supposed to really be there. The fiend is just a character that's taken over the mind of somebody. So for the all fiend that to is- happen, now it's taken over the mind of Cena, and it, it basically like, deaded anything. Be- anything before that day, everything is dead. Right, everything is dead. He let him right. go see through his whole career, and then, and then murked it. That's all it was.
3: No, Nigga, Bray killed me when he did the Brie Bella shit. I was fucking...
1: Yo, that show was... <laughs> Nigga, the fucking... The the Saturday Night Main Event shit. Saturday Night Main Event shit? Yo,
3: that was fucking hilarious. Bro.
1: What'd he call him? what he called John Cena? Meat stick or some shit?
3: <laughs> Meat stick. <laughs> some some plausible name. <laughs> but, like, yo... I, love, I loved
2: really? it. I loved yeah, it. Was, that shit yo, no was, was fire. I'm gonna cool. tell you why I loved it. Because, like... It just spoke to everything that, what we thought about John Cena. Right. And what would, and how would it look? Like, putting John Cena part of the NWO, that was amazing.
3: Right. Bro.
2: That, when they did that, I
3: was like, yo, are they like, is this them? This, this is the part where he's, like, lost his marbles and he's finally going to turn heel. Like, this is it. Like, I'm done. I, I can't be the... The white meat baby face, I'm gonna go here. When I got to that scene, I was like, shit, is the match gonna start now? And it's gonna be a double turn type of a thing. But when they just kept on with the visuals, I was like, all right, I get, I get what the fuck they're doing. And yo, that whole scene was dope. When you thought he was beating up Brain, he's beating up the fucking pig.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
3: like he's wild, you see all the anger on his face and shit. And it's like, yo, Hogan turned heel 10 years too late and made it work. <laughs> And reinvented his whole career because Hollywood Hogan saved him. Nah, not 10 day, not ten W's-
1: years too late.
3: Yeah, at least, bro. He could nah, turned he, here he, he,
1: turned t- he, he turned here like in 90, 95, 96. He, he was... Hulkamania was happening in 85.
0: Crazy. Right, right,
3: all right. Maybe not 10 years too late. Yeah, you got, you right, you're right. I mean, right, by w- Hogan's, Hogan's the time he got to WCW, w- like his star was diminishing.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. But Hogan's heel turned was just <laughs> so surprising. Mm. A lot of people
3: Unexpected. forget. They forget also, who did he turn heel on? His main friend and his main rival for years on fucking Savage. Yep. So that's the exactly. shit that Cena with a Cena heel turn. Who's he turning heel on? He's never had a main friend throughout his whole career. He's always been he himself. main enemies. Like, you can't, you can't have him You can't have him turn heel on Randy Orton. It's not going to work, or it's not a character where you can get sympathy on. Not now, anyway. Who could you have him turn on? On Roman? It's not going to work. They don't really have a long feud. Batista? Batista don't wrestle no more. Like, there's not really somebody there that's that's been running with him or still around that he can do that it would have the same type of impact. I guess that's kind of why they threw that in there, too. Because it's like, yo, Hogan turned heel on Savage. Hogan and Savage been beefing since the late '70s, '80s. Best he, friends, enemies, all, exactly. all that. Exactly. Oh, you know, that. you
1: know who he could have turned. <laughs> you know who could be his disciple? His disciple? Oh. Zack Ryder. <laughs> Zack Ryder is his <laughs> Brutus Beefcake.
3: <laughs> Zack's not a big enough star though. Like Macho, you know,
1: heavy Macho. No, like, I you know, I know, him? but I'm just saying, if he yeah. would ever have his own NWO, <laughs> Zack Ryder needs to be in there. <laughs> Oh, man. We were talking about
3: this yesterday. If Cena formed the NWO, who would be in it? I, first two names I, came for me, Orton and Brock Lesnar. Nah, it's that's,
1: right too, much. that's so, too much. That's way too
3: much. Look at look at the NWO when they formed it. Look when they formed it. You had Hogan, Nash and Hall. Nash and Hall at the time were two of the hottest fucking free agents in the business. And they formed Hogan, who's a legend. And then they got Ted DiBiase for the money, man. Then they bring the new guy, who was the giant at the time. Yeah, but Brock
1: Lesnar doesn't fit in that fold, bro. Uh, who, uh,
3: I, they didn't. It didn't look like they would have worked when you put these guys. Put look at Nash Hall and Hogan together. Yeah, but Brock I mean,
1: Lesnar's h- hardly around. You you need right, people Brock that are going to be there.
3: Around. I hear you. I'm just saying, like in that term, let's say, let's say that was would was to happen. You know what I'm saying? And he was to recruit people. Those are the people that he came into the game with Ohio Valley Wrestling. Orton, Brock, Batista, Cena. That was the class. Shelton Benjamin. That was the class that yeah. came in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying they all became stars. So if you're going to reach out for niggas to take over, you're going to reach out to the niggas that you took over shit with. All three of those guys have had dominating careers. They were all champions. They all took the ball and ran with it. They all were the guy for a certain amount of time. You can put them together. You can have. An NWO type of a vibe, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it would work now. I like that. You know what I mean? But just look at look at all their history, the matches they've had against each other, the feuds they've had against each other. They've all beaten each other. They've all taken titles from each other. They've been allies. They've been enemies. It would work in a way. Well, I don't know if it would work right now though. Like in this day. You know what I, I think would be, dope? It would be dope?
1: Like, all right. So if, if talking, there was if there was a five, right? This would be my five, and I'll just tell you why. Of course, like I said, Zach Ryder would be in it. Just because right. of the history between them. You know right. what I'm saying?
3: John Cena did a lot for Ryder, bro. Yeah, he, he seen. The- exactly. He
1: did. So, you have that. And, of course, you're going to need that like that tag team. What the right. fuck was that? You all right? My bad. Oh. The think Yeah, my bad. So, <laughs> my bad. you're going to need a tag team, and then you're going to need somebody else who's just as big of a star, but could hold down the the mid-card, high mid-card, to me. me. Why not put the club in there? And you'll have Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson as your Hall and Nash. Them two are funny as fuck, just like Hall and Nash. And you got AJ there as your Macho Man, because Macho Man joined the NWO. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you want, like, another big dude in there, take somebody from NXT. Mm. Take they just
3: turn they just turn Keith Lee here or, or take, Dijakovic or, or di,
1: exactly or, why don't you just take I Dijakovic
3: like that, I I am a Dijakovic fan bro that dude is awesome but how about this I I seen this on, on the internet I seen it on on Instagram as a matter of fact Wrestling Classic posted this somebody had split up Cena's video and they put it with Undisputed Era's music. And his thing was, if you're going to start an NWO, why would you start it with guys that are already older? Why wouldn't you start it with new blood, new talent, which is what the NWO was, except for Hogan? All of them were new guys. They were all young guys still at the time. Why wouldn't you start it with a group like this? You got four guys who can go. You got a main star in Adam Cole who could be your main heel. O'Reilly and Fish are your tag team. And your fucking workhorse is Roderick Strong. I thought it was a dope idea. But then I looked at them next to John Cena, and I'm like, nigga, that nigga look like they daddy. They small niggas. Like,
2: <laughs> You need
3: some big niggas. You need some big niggas. Them niggas is little. Like,
1: exactly, boy. The
3: tallest nigga in the whole crew is O'Reilly. He's only one. they They're not big guys. So it would be cool to see something like that. I think this generation of wrestling appreciates new nwo and what they did and what they did for the business and how they put people on and the guaranteed contracts and yada 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 i don't know if that would work now you kind of have that with ue already they take they dominate nxt um i don't know if a cena heel turn would work today it would have to be super impactful it would have to be against someone that people love, Daniel Bryan or something like that. Exactly, but yeah, yeah, be, that's what I was going right? to say. There got to be some type of, of a real history there for that to happen and for, for it to work and for it to be believable for the people to actually boo. Because Cena's at a point in his career it don't matter what he do, people are going to cheer him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, he's John fucking Cena.
1: So Woodrow, what do you think?
2: I mean, I, just to bring it back to full circle, I just, just the thought of John Cena... Pulling off a heel turn Just <laughs> creates so many possibilities So many And it just, and it just brings like so much excitement oh, Like yeah. we just went in for like 15 minutes on On, on just NWO John Cena so I mean I, I I've been hoping for A John Cena heel turn for a minute You know maybe not NWO But just like Just a straight up John Cena heel turn but I feel like he's too big of a star to portray it in a believable way cause I Hogan, think Hogan was like a big star but like TMZ didn't exist and all that shit right, so right. when you saw him he was still on this Hollywood Hogan shit Right. Right. like John Cena true, eventually go back to putting out movies and shit like that so it's like yeah it might be too late for him to do it but man, yeah, it would have well,
1: been dope. The only the only, the only to heel turn we're gonna exactly get from Cena is uh, in the next Fast and Furious movie. That's about it, I guess. Oh yeah, because he plays a bad guy in that movie.
3: That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> I think I think for him to work, honestly, I can't. I don't think an NWO would work. You know what would work though for a heel turn that people would hate if they did it like the corporation type style, like when Rocky turned and joined the corporation. Yeah. Remember at Survivor Series Deadly Games 98? Uh, He was building steam, building steam, building steam. The people were cheering, cheering, cheering. They got to the point where everyone was fucking Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. And right when you had everyone cheering that nigga, boom, they switched it on you. Yeah. And he. he Oh,
2: word up.
3: You remember that
1: shit? Also, what you were saying with Daniel Bryan. I just thought about. Wait, I just thought about this right now. Like,
3: there's a lot of history there's there. There's a lot
1: they, of history they there. They went out with the Twins. They went out with right. the Twins. And right. it could be some shit where Drew Gulag turned his back on Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan got nobody else. Out of nowhere, all you hear is, bah, bah, nah, bah. This nigga comes down. He's, supposedly he's supposed to be there to defend Daniel Bryan. And he oh, just hits him with a fucking AA. And just hits him with it. Oh, my God. Yo, the people fucking go insane, bro. They will go nuts. And then he just put real yo. life situation. Yeah, because you still right. friends with this bitch. <laughs> right.
2: Right. Exactly. I put you on back in
1: 2013. And you. what have you done for me since then? You didn't even give me a rematch. Oh, you took my family.
3: Word. You took my family, bro.
1: She's with the dancer because of you.
3: Word. Fucking guy. No, she's a vegan and it's your fault, you fucking hairy prick.
1: <laughs> but yo, Big, man, what are yo. you looking forward to the most in uh 2020 for wrestling? Before we before we uh, Braun
3: Strowman losing the universal title to somebody credible because he (laughs) sucks.
1: Um, why you hate yo, wood Joe, he's hating on Braun Braun, bro. That's my word. That's my
3: nigga Braun Braun, B Yo let me tell you something (laughs) about Braun Braun, son. Braun has no respect for the business, my nigga.
1: How you know that? How you know that
3: respect for the business? Just look at his tweets. This thing is talking out his ass like Sam. Listen, but what you if- need to, like, you, you. what he needs to do, what he needs to realize, and do he needs to realize, you're in this position because of how you look. Yes, you have athletic skill. No, you cannot wrestle. Fuck that. You can't. You can brawl your ass off. You're strong. You get a reaction. No doubt. Not taking that away from you. But if you look at what happened between him and Goldberg, and then you go to night two, And you look at what happened between Drew and Brock, same fucking match, completely different, uh, uh, completely different reaction to the outcome. He beat Goldberg, and that shit was a dud. Drew beat Brock, and the whole world is talking about Drew's a WWE champion. Yeah, but they're not only talking
1: about that; they're talking about how that how that match was under like it. It didn't it didn't overwhelm. It was underwhelmed that match, bro.
3: Because that, that match needed a crowd, bro. And so did Goldberg and Braun. So did Edge and fucking Orton. Yo, listen, I liked it at no, first. Hell yeah. I, when I watched it the first night, I thought it was great. I watched it back fucking 40 minutes. This shit was too long, nigga. I was falling asleep.
0: <laughs>
2: I was
3: falling asleep. I was like, all right, this match needed a crowd. That those those three matches see, suffered to me. Without having a crowd, but I think because I I think it's
1: because of the the announcement the announcing team too, they didn't give it they didn't make so they didn't give it any spark or anything. Like imagine Maru Ronaldo calling that last man standing match. That would have been awesome.
3: And you know what? Last man standing match had some great spots. It yep. needed a crowd. Yep, it needed a crowd. Like. They did as much as they could. They went all over the PC. Yo, they fucking worked their ass off for Edge to come back after nine years, have a fucking 40-minute match against Randy Orton, who, in my opinion, is one of the top five. I've been saying that. All fucking time. I've been saying that, and everybody looked at me
1: like I was stupid.
3: All fucking time, bro. You can't. The nigga's a 12-time world champion. He's a fucking five-time Intercontinental champion. Multiple-time tag champ. Money in the bank. Royal uh,
1: Rumble. The whole nine. You already know the pedigree. (laughs) All right, like, but big, you say you're looking forward for Braun to lose the belt. I'm
3: looking forward for Braun to lose. I okay. want to see Braun and Roman go at it again one more time. They had a good feud. Roman brings the best out of Braun Strowman. And Braun kind of brings it because he makes it look legit because he's big. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to see who's Drew's next opponent. Where are they going to go with him because he looks credible as a champion. I'm so glad he won. The dude is fucking awesome. Been a Drew fan for a long time. And him beating Brock is a big deal. Definitely. It's a big deal. It Anybody just needed
1: that a crowd. Brock, it just needed a crowd.
3: Right. They built Brock to a point where if you beat him, you're somebody. And this nigga, he beat him. Pinned him one, two, three. So that that's a big deal. Um. What are they doing with the tag team division going forward? Um. Bailey needs to lose that fucking title. <laughs> For sure. Becky Lynch needs to lose that fucking title. Holy shit. Bitch, go away. Take a vacation. God
1: damn. <laughs> oh my um, god. Dude. All right. All right. All right. I'm
3: I'm just saying, you you're asking you me, go. I'm giving you my opinion. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I think, I think Before we let you go. Regardless, regardless let's, you gotta look at this too. With all this Bang. shit going on, Bang. right? With all this shit going on, when fans are able to come back, I think the WWE needs to really pay off what Bang. they weren't able to pay off in WrestleMania. That's it's gonna happen.
1: If they could do it with SummerSlam, it's gonna happen.
3: Right, right, right. For sure. But y'all already know, man. My opinions are strong and they're mine. I'm not saying they're yours. They're mine. Oh, yeah, opinion. yeah.
1: Well, Hold <laughs> on. The... Obviously. Yo, we've been obviously. trying to tell you something for mas, like three minutes. Mas, and you mas, just mas, been... mas my bad, mas bro. Dudo.
2: My bad. My bad. Listen. <laughs> What's up? What, are you, what are you listening to right now in quarantine? What oh, music are you bumping? Well, now that you mentioned that,
3: I am actually bumping that Lulu is super hard. Um... Boys. I got I fucked my boss. I fucked with Flea Lord. I'm I'm a Flea Lord fan. He just dropped another project which is pretty dope. Um of course Jay Electronica gets repeat. Um that Jada Kiss I deleted that shit because I'm so disappointed in Jada Kiss. Fuck out of here. Um <laughs> I actually just downloaded Tory Lane's shit. I'm a Tory Lane's fan. I think dude is super talented. And um his album bumps. He got some crazy beats on there. But a lot of that Lulu gets a lot of repeats, bro. It's only five tracks, but that shit is <sighs> That shit is crazy. A lot of Griselda, man. A lot of Griselda. That shit hard. This shit is, man. Listen, those alchemists. You already know. All day, every day, man. And I mean, my girl's Trinidadian, so there's mad Soca being played in this house. I'll be over here like flam, Flim! Flame, my goddamn,
1: all fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, this nigga, this nigga chilling on Rockaway Boulevard, bro.
3: Fire. <laughs> that
1: nigga in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> alright, my nigga, yo, be good, be safe out there. You already know, man.
3: No, man, y'all niggas be good and be safe out there. Yes, sir. Yo, man, episode 100, there, son. Bro. Episode 100, yo, that's crazy, bro. Two two years now, right? Two yeah. years ago. That's, that's fucking wow, bro. I love y'all, man. Y'all already know, man. All day,
1: wow, nigga. Old, uh, all day in my America, baby. So, all day in
3: America, <laughs> kid. All right, all right yo. Peace. Peace. Later, man. Peace.
1: And that was B.I. This
2: nigga Bing came with the fires, son.
1: Yo, he a lot of aggression, bro.
2: You got to love Bing, yo. You got to love
1: thing. Word, man. But I understand what he said. Like, you know, you can't really do the NWO now. And I and I truly understand that. And, uh, you know, it's just if a John Cena heel turn was going to happen, it has to have a lot of meaning behind it. There has to be a story that could be told at least through a year, going into like the next WrestleMania of whenever that shit happens, you know. Right up. All right, man. Uh, another, another founding father of the pod. Gonna give him a call, Mister LP. LP, the what the Golden Child? Let's see what's up, homie. LP. L.P. the Elohim. The Elohim. Let's see what's up with the bruh. Hopefully you pick up. Uh, Hello. Yo, There you go. Yo. What's good, my brother?
0: What's
1: going on? Hey. Killing. Is this a Joe Budden podcast? No,
2: it's the 20 by 20. L.P. dangerously. LP dangerously, yes, sir. Yes, this sir. is Woodrow from the Twenty by Twenty podcast. Oh my god! And you are live on the air. Excellent.
0: <laughs> that
1: was my Joe Button impression. <laughs> yeah, that well, you so
0: on amazing. my Twenty by Twenty podcast? It <laughs> was good, my nigga. It good,
1: guys. Chilling, chilling, bro. We were just talking to Bing earlier, so you already know it, t- it took a little longer than we thought. <laughs>
2: Of course, of hey, course. You know, you know, Bing always got a lot to say. Always.
1: He's a lot, lot, a lot <laughs> of good things. He came, he came, he came with fire. He came with fire. The boy came with some fire. That's what's up. That's so, what's like, up. where we left off with him was, you know, the Firefly Funhouse match and how Cena looked being, you know, healed for that quick moment, the N.W.O. skit and all that. Just to, just to ask you, what, what would be if you had three? People to choose to start a a heel faction with Cena. Who would those be?
0: Ooh, are we talking prior talent or present talent?
1: Right now, right now.
0: Ooh, uh, now? Now. Honestly, the best guys I would have seen him ride with would have been the revival.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: It would have been the best because he has the mouth. And they have the talent. They could talk too, but they just, yo, they just, they would have worked with what Cena is giving right now. You know, like, he he's not doing full time anymore. He would have been great as the lead. Yeah. Not, you know, do no muscle work, have to revival do the muscle work, and that's that.
1: Okay, okay. I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that.
0: I, but since they're out, since they were, you know, released from their contracts, which is a good thing.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. I, I think would, it is definitely is, a good thing for them. Is it really I alright, not not for not for the moment in time they were in at the moment, because there is no money movement. There is oh, nothing yeah. moving right now. So they're gonna have to stay idle for quite some time. Yeah, that's
0: true. At the moment. But they're such good talents, man. Once once things start picking up psh, they're gonna be catapulted in the ill story.
1: Yeah, I just feel like they need they need to embrace their characters a little more, man. Because sometimes they be coming off real bland. You know, they be coming like, off like toast. You know what I'm saying? Know what's
0: the, you know what's no the butter. They weren't given any charisma. <laughs> like some some guys come in with charisma. These guys need to be given that. You feel yeah. me? They need given given a gimmick. Like I seen somebody post up on Twitter. Like, oh, shit, you know, Adam Page, uh, Sean Spears, and the Revival together could be a new faction. And they put out the Four Horsemen logo. And I was like, you know what? That could actually work as the Four Horsemen. Those four? Yeah. Adam Page, Sean Spears, and, and the Revival, that'd be perfect. Because those two Hey,
1: they, they those, look, well, they, they kind of look like the Horsemen if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? They, they got like a little they, Horseman vibe right there.
0: They do. And they have the style for it, too, man. They were just giving bullshit gimmicks like the fucking uh uh the the J and J security type of gimmick for ah. Seth Rollins. It Didn't work out.
1: Yo, did you know Dash Wilder was helping uh uh whatchamacallit Edge prepare for his comeback?
0: Shit, I believe that, bro. I believe that.
1: Yeah, man. He was helping but them was... yo, Edge was actually the one that got him into uh developmental.
0: No, honestly, from what I've seen on the response of them being released, it seems like they helped a lot of people develop like talent. Like I mean like, you know, uh, 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 uh wrestling wise in- and yeah. ring and outside the ring, personality wise. Like they looked like they were holding down the locker rooms. You feel me? Like people went to them for for, you know, an opinion it's- to see what for some advice, what they could do that could help them progress into a better situation.
2: And they probably did. But didn't they also want out because they didn't want to do certain gimmicks and you know, certain storylines or whatever. And yeah. they were asking to get out of their contracts anyway. So he's Yo, wanna... like, go ahead.
1: Yo, what I mean, you wanna hear a fun know. fact?
0: Fun
2: da-
1: fact. Yeah, hi. Dash Wilder from the revival, right? You know where he was born? Where? I don't know. It says right here, Daniel Marshall Wheeler was born on May 17, 1987 in Gaza Strip.
0: 87?
1: In, God damn. No, in the Gaza God. Strip, bro.
2: In the Gaza Strip. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
2: Damn, was his parents in the military? That's or?
1: what I'm thinking, bro, because there's no way, my nigga. <laughs> that nigga country than a motherfucker, bro.
2: Or, or did, the Vol- did the Volvo break down on the Gaza Strip? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, man, I just I just wish them all the best, man. Hopefully, they could find themselves, find themselves, and you know, come full circle with their characters. And you know, like they say, man, never say never when it you know for the comeback to to the E. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely not.
0: Like it, that's.
1: You know, it's that's Mecca for every wrestler, the WWE. Exactly. Let me ask you another question. Have you been watching uh The Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, of course. Did you watch the last one, The Brawl for All? Did I? Yo. What
0: a fuck. Max of a
1: show. Bro. Vince Russo's a fucking dick, bro. Vince Russo, I
0: hate him, but boy... The fact that he did that just because JBL wouldn't stop talking shit is the best funniest thing I ever <laughs> heard in my life, bro. Yo, that but he like, tried you know,
1: to say it, was it wasn't because like- of JBL because JBL didn't do anything to. Him.
0: No, he said that. JBL, nah, yeah, he, said, he tried to. He tried he to wouldn't stop talking shit. He was like, "Yo, Bradshaw always came in there talking about he's the toughest motherfucker in there." And he was like, "You know what? I brought it up to Vince. Like, let's put these guys to the test. Who's the baddest motherfucker?"
1: And then yo, dude, he was on he was on Busting Open Radio with um with Bully Ray and Dave and Dave Lagreca, and he was just like, no, you know, I I didn't say he's like yo, bro, bro, you know, he's always fucking saying bro like twenty three times and shit. And this Lord. motherfucker was like, that why would he why would he do that to spite JBL? He's like JBL never did anything to him, and so I go back. And I, and I look at the brawl for all. I'm like, this nigga said that he, he fucking couldn't hold in the joy of watching JBL getting JBL knocked, get knocked
0: out. out. Yeah, and he said it from, you know, on, on the documentary. He was like, yo, I literally did it just to watch him get knocked out.
1: That shit is crazy.
0: If it wasn't for that. It wouldn't have popped up in my head. Come on, bro.
1: Yo, man, shout out to Bart Gun, bro. Bart Gun, yo, word. I feel
0: bad for it. I feel bad for everybody that put themselves in that. But, you know... When given the, you know, the amount of money, and like the opportunity,
1: nah. To be honest, I don't feel it. bad. I don't feel bad for the niggas that put themselves in that position. I felt bad for Bar Gun because he kept getting heat just for winning.
0: Nah, yeah, that's what I mean though. Like I, that's why I feel bad for everybody because at the end of it, it was worked for somebody to win, and that person couldn't even get to the semifinals. You feel me? Yeah, it was they, the Bark gun that ended up winning. And he was talking shit. Like, he he wasn't even talking shit. He was being humble. He was like, all right, so what happens if I win? And they were like, ah, yeah, right. It's going to Dr. Death. He was like, yeah, they all were I all
1: talking shit. They're like, you can't beat him. Like, they fired him up. Yo, Joe? Yeah. they fired this dude up right before that match with this uh wrestler that was there. His name was Dr. The Death, Steve Williams. He was known as, like, the baddest motherfucker in the game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. I,
2: remember, I remember that shit back
1: then. Bro. Yeah. And then, you know, they were telling Parker like, yo, we have so much faith in him. We know you're not going to win. You know, just try your hardest. Don't worry about it. Everything will be okay. This nigga went in there and knocked this motherfucker out so senseless that he had injuries that lagged onto him. And his WWF career was over the next year.
0: Yep. Like, what Dan, like what Dan Severin did, he only did the first round. And he he, he not breeze by it, but he like barely won the, the fight. Yeah, because... He, out. he was like, I'm not going to risk it.
1: Yeah, because it was going to damage him. his name. Yeah,
0: exactly. But damage his name, it, 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 God forbid something else could have been bad, you know? What, drove? Damn, Daniel Severin. Wow.
1: Dan Severin, bro. He was in there. He beat Godfather in the first round. But he didn't I'm... beat him like... He didn't beat him like, you know... Like oh damn, you know what I'm saying? Like he 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 fucked them up. And mind you, Godfather said in every match, everything he did while he was in WWE, he did that shit high. Yep.
0: He's
1: like, yo, I was just, <laughs> yo, he was, he was just like, like was he, yeah, smoking. he's like, you know, you know, I was with the, I was with the girls in the back, you know, smoking some reefer. He's like, that's what I always do before I get in the ring. I'm with the girls and we smoking some reefer. That's why we look like we was having a good old time in the ring. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's dope.
1: Yeah, but like he was known as one of the toughest niggas there too. You know, yeah, like man. yo, the Godfather, he was known as that dude. Like everybody knew he yeah, was. A, I've seen, yeah, like he was a bouncer. That, that nigga's fucking.
2: That nigga's hair went
1: from a fucking cornrow to a coolio haircut. Yeah. Yo, dude. He he had the. What you He had the the not the flavor Flav. He he had the the kid in play at one point as uh, a comma the wrecking machine. Remember?
0: Yeah, comma. Of course.
1: The prize fighter. And then he was, yeah, he, boy, was so. he was he was ball headed for Papa Shango. That nigga that nigga knew how to work gimmicks, bro. Ah uh, yeah, he
0: definitely did. He knew the business, man. He was definitely a part of that business. Like, Shout yeah, out to monster.
1: him. And he always said his favorite. His favorite gimmick was the Godfather because that was more of him. That was who he really was. So he got to be himself, and that's why that that gimmick actually, you know, did something for him. Also, Uh, his wife wife was mad that he didn't win the $75,000. And
0: also, she loved that gimmick, the Godfather gimmick.
1: Yep. (laughs) And it's crazy because Enzo talked about how he stopped smoking. When he went up to the main roster because they were giving out like $25,000 fines for testing positive for marijuana to the point where like if we tested positive, I think like two two to three times we're you were going to be let go by the company. And then I hear this nigga is in the back in the fucking locker room smoking with smoking with the with the ladies. And I'm like, yo, what? Like, Yo, let these niggas smoke, bro. You know they're about to they're about to implement that in, in you know in the NFL like it's not it's not gonna be anything crazy you know what I'm saying? I
0: think that was that was the time before they went public.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, look, the the NFL is a company that's been around for you know years, bro, years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're 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 ready to go go forth with all that stuff you know what i'm saying so i mean the, the brawl for all man it, the the one thing i came out was how bad i felt for bar gun i felt like oh, even yeah. yo he won he was supposed to get the supposedly a, a run with austin so that meant big money having a run with the with the guy that has the title didn't get it he gets butterbean at wrestlemania 15 and gets laid out in 4 seconds
2: that was
0: dope that they had Butterbean though.
1: Yeah, it was. Like
0: I, I, I it
2: was. Dope. I, I thought Bargon
1: was box. gonna get him, yo. Nah, 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 nah. Because nah, even Butterbean. even Butterbean said he's like that's not the same person I saw on TV. He tried yeah. to box me. He's like that was his mistake. You know, that's when I know. Bro, I was like, yo. First mo-.
2: of all, back in the day, Butterbean was like a fucking attraction. But like, he was he knocking niggas out it left regular. and right. I mean, I don't know. I remember being a kid back in those days, and I remember Butterbean always fighting in like some special, <laughs> special Olympics type
1: shit. No, <laughs> so, not even.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I remember when they got Butterbean, it wasn't like it wasn't Tyson. You know, so I I I thought Bargun had a fucking chance.
1: Nigga, like, Butterbean had like 50 wins under his belt, knocking niggas out left and right. He was known as a knockout artist.
2: At that time, too, yeah.
1: Hell yeah, bro! He was knocking everybody out. I don't know.
2: They kind of introduced. They didn't really, even when they introduced him. They didn't introduce him like he was a big deal. Dude. Or
1: did they? Yeah, they. Yeah, nah, they, they did, bro. Yeah, they did. A, he was an attraction. Yeah,
2: it was.
0: He was an attract. They 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 gave up his record when they uh when they introduced him into the documentary and shit like that. When he came in, he had. When he came in for that WrestleMania, he had the whole big entrance, robe and all that shit. That was it, son. Hell yeah!
1: Another like, thing was, I wanted to it ask knocked. you. Oh, what happened?
0: It looked like a straight boxing event when it went down.
1: Oh no! Definitely, they had to. They had like, to put word,
0: it up. Yeah, you forgot you were watching WWE, and, and then he got knocked out, and you're like, "Oh yeah, he's a wrestler. He
2: shouldn't have be doing this. He shouldn't have." Been he done. got knocked the fuck out. Yo, Hell bro. yeah, bro. He he!
0: he, It's fucked up that they called Butterbean to punish the guy. Like he just did what you guys asked. Win the fight, you know. It was a it was a fight for whoever is the best. He ended up being the best.
1: Shit is wild, B. You know what else is wild? Ronda Rousey. I don't know if you heard, but uh, (laughs) you know Steve O has a podcast out right now. Funny as Mm -hmm. shit, Mm -hmm. though. Not for nothing. Funny as shit. You know you know it was one of the questions he asked her? He's what like he's like, Yo, um, you know, you know, like it's really intense when you get into the ring. He's like, How do you feel if as if it lands on a week if it lands on a weekday you're working that you have your period?
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo, dude, I I got yo, the questions he asked, bro, is crazy. what
2: did she say?
1: Yo, to be hey, honest, I- to be honest, it like the the video I saw kind of cut out of that, and then went into something that she was talking about pro wrestling. So I didn't I didn't get what she said about that. He she just said that it's hard, like you know, like she's like it's not it's not a place that you want to be in because everything agitates you.
2: Man, you know. It's like I don't, I don't even get my shit actually, Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But um you know he had asked her like about you know when she's returning back to pro wrestling and all that and she's like that if she does return she wants like the Brock Lesnar schedule. She said that even though she was part-time she was still working 200 days a year and it was mm-hmm. too grueling for her. Cuz she's not used to it. You know, she's coming out of a out of an environment where she was fighting two yeah, maybe times. three times a year. And not, not really training all that much, all that hard for those fights. Or, so this or, was a little different. But yeah, what really...
0: On every day.
1: Exactly. But what really got my attention is how she... She can't handle the, the fans in pro wrestling. So she, oh, she said... Was, oh, oh. This, this is something she said. Check this out. She's like, What am I doing it for? I'm not being able to spend time... And my energy on my family, but instead spending my time and en- energy on a bunch of fucking ungrateful fans that don't even appreciate me. Woodrow.
2: Yo, I mean, can you fucking blame her? Yeah. What do you what you call it? The internet wrestling community. <laughs> bunch of fucking neckbeards with shit stings <laughs> yeah. but she was talking like...
1: about the niggas in the you know like the people in the crowd at the show she's like i don't even know why they're booing me they were booing me because i was winning like bitch they were booing you while you was winning in ufc as well like that's yeah. what happens it's a you know, it's entertainment not everybody's gonna get cheered. Like I feel like she wanted to get cheered. She wanted to be loved. As soon as she wasn't loved, it was done for. Her. It was donezo for her, bro.
2: You know why, bro? Because her gimmick, her 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 shit was so corny. That Roddy round, that shit is corny, dogs. Like but that's what she wanted. She should have. She should have just came through like super big dog. Just her on her UFC shit, but in fucking in but WWE. That yeah. was her the US Nah I the know crowd. But there was There was Routy. also that It was also that Relation to that Rowdy shit Like I just I wasn't feeling That part of it Yeah to
0: be but that, Died and shit You know what I mean So that's why They kept blowing it up more
1: yeah, but that that was that was her She said that was her favorite wrestler And that's what she looked up to All this blah, 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 yeah, blah Yeah,
2: all that bullshit
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yo, like for her to like Actually blame the fans For her not wanting to come back right away And all these other shit it's like, come on, bro It's part of the fucking show
0: Hey, she's got to build up heat, baby
1: That's what she I also thought up. I was like, you know what? Maybe she's saying all that shit So then when she come back She come back to like A loud roar of booze You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't know she made it seem like yo, I mean, oh, she 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 rather just sit out the whole contract and not even do this shit.
2: I yeah. mean, people people weren't talking shit about her in in UFC.
1: Hell yeah.
2: When she when she lost those two matches.
1: Oh were they? Forget about All it. All
2: right then. So what the fuck like yeah, wrestling fans are mad fickle and weird and nasty, but like, that's just that's that's some bullshit. That's corny.
0: Nah, man. Nah. Yo, let me ask you guys a quick question. How do you feel about the XFL possibly not being able to survive uh, the fucking quarantine season that we're going through right now?
1: Pretty surprising because every time I seen the games, there was like actually people there.
2: Yeah,
1: so I, I mean I don't I don't know. Maybe because they don't they don't have that money that the NFL has. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this nigga like events sold some stock got like a couple of hundred million. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this. Let's see what happens on the first year. I'm thinking that he was just really thinking about the first year of revenue and whatever profit they have to, in order to keep going. And now that they're yeah. not making any money, he's like, yo, we got to close this shit down because I'm not really making what I'm supposed to be making off of Russell." Oh yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely. But I think it's going to
1: come back. It's going to probably go away for a year and then he's going to reopen this shit again.
0: Uh, I think that's a curse fucking uh, promotion now bro
1: Vince don't know how to let go
0: two times in a row only one season each time's fucking failed come on, man like what do you think wow. the third uh, time the
1: second Friday. time wasn't his fault
0: it's not the, was right the now right
1: no, no but right now right now it's not his fault
0: of course not who knew this was coming
1: you know what I'm saying
0: yeah yeah but You're Gonna go for a third try. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if he never closes,
1: it's not a third try, he's still on the second.
0: Yeah, hopefully he doesn't, man. Yeah, I read that he laid off most of his employees and shit.
1: Yeah, you don't need them right now. (laughs)
0: It's whack. It's whack, though. We're drove. Yes, sir. This is crazy, man. Wrestling is crazy. How do you guys feel about no fans? Yo. I I've, I've been watching it for like 3 weeks. I dig it and at the same time when they start doing promos that should be fucking with me. Like I'm just like, yo stop waiting for the fucking cheer. Like they they still get stuck in that pause, you feel me?
1: But I feel like a
0: straight theater.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's straight theater. And I I actually like it because I feel that I'm more intrigued in what they're saying. Then you know, when the fans are there. Because the fans kind of take you out sometimes when they just be chanting, what, what.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Or, yes. like, you know, they just chant some crazy shit, some crazy chances be going on. And it kind of takes you out on what's going on there. But, you know, yeah. I kind of like it, but nah, there's only so I much agree. that you can do.
2: Nah, yeah, I definitely agree. But to LP's point, it definitely reminds me of, like, those field trips when we were kids and we used to go to York College. Uh and yeah. They used to make us watch some like, play.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: uh, Like straight theatrics, bro.
0: Straight
1: headphones on. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's why WrestleMania was different this (laughs) year, man. It was real theatrics. I mean, I... They they did what they did. It was dope.
1: I mean, I like like what's going on now, but it's only for so long that they can do it. They're going to have to. They're going to have to take a little seat and, you know, fall back for a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? And then come back to it, you know, have people try, have people miss it a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I think what that's going to be. Wait so till they, so they have big name directors come through and start directing these shits. Oh. Yeah, like oh, cool. the Scorsese shot scene. <laughs> yeah, like, i Scorsese shot they're,
0: match.
2: They're doing <laughs>
0: during the matches. I'm like, oh, you think I ain't beat that?
2: Like, Come on, bro. <laughs>
1: That'll be crazy. That'll be crazy, man. Let ha- let let let
2: let, t- let t- Tarantino, the, the nigga that shot fucking um Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let let, let him shoot the next fucking um theme match. Oof. Mm-hmm.
1: Oof. How about Rob oh, Zombie? Or oh, Rob Zombie? Oh! Word, <laughs> word,
0: right word yeah. up. That would be Word dope. Up. Yo,
1: Rob Zombie shooting the next Firefly Funhouse?
0: That'd be nuts. What?
1: Insane. My guy. My yeah. guy. That would be fire right there. Word up. Oh, man. So, so many ideas. But, you know, it's pro wrestling. We get to see everything at one point. At one point, we will get to see everything. But yo, LP man, thank you for the time, bro. Truly appreciate it. You know, stay safe uh, with the quarantine. Drink your yeah, quarantinis <laughs>
0: That's all it is.
1: <laughs>
0: quarantine blunts. Safe blunted. Yeah. Shout out to the sponsors. Word up. <laughs> yo guys, thank you for having me on. I hope you guys stay safe. You I too, mean. brother. We're gonna
1: do this again. We're gonna do this again, bro.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yo, Woodrow, you know what time it is? Let me. know you <laughs> <about> you, <bro. laughs> You're ready, bro. I'll
1: let you, bro. Yo, guys, be safe. Peace, good, brother. Yeah, the boy OP was there, man. Fuck, bro. OP. I I try I try to get I try to get shice, but he still didn't even hit me back. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, Shice is probably taking a, a, a little a little nap right now. Shout out to the sponsors, <laughs> um, but you know, Shice is always here in spirit. You know what I mean?
1: Where, 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 yo! But um, to to build a little more on the Rob Zombie, like, what what do you see? Like, what do you see when you when you envision like Rob Zombie doing the Firefly Funhouse?
2: I I picture. I picture him actually putting you inside of the funhouse. What it looks on the outside to the inside. I think that, you know, a wrestler actually stepping into the Firefly Funhouse to wrestle the Fiend Ooh. would be crazy. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? like, I, I always picture like that Freddy Krueger house and shit.
1: That's why, like, yo, yeah. yo man, God, God rest his soul, but... If Wes Craven was still alive, man. Exactly. He he imagine. was Oh my God. Forget about it. Forget about it, man. He would have had some ideas. And like, you know, kept it kept it PJ too at a point. You know what I'm saying? Oh my oh, God. Sure. I can to just like the whole the whole dream mentality of of what, you know, like I like I was saying earlier, the the character of the fiend is. It's like a figment, you know what I'm saying? It's a figment of the imagination. Like he's not really there, but he his presence has felt so hard that like he's no homo, <laughs> that he just feels like it, it's real, supernatural, bro,
2: supernatural. Word up, man, word up. So yeah, you know, like I said before, man, this this is an opportunity for the WWE to take it like as far as. Wherever they want to go with
1: it Yeah man You know what I'm
2: saying It's a lot A lot of opportunities To do a lot of different things And they And they capitalizing And they're trying new things And I appreciate that from them
1: right? no, I really do man I really appreciate that I appreciate what they've given us Throughout the week uh, It's It's a phenomenal thing man Like just having All this All this wrestling here And Oh man Yo thank you that's all I can really say is thank you, but Thank you.
2: Thank you, Vince, for being a greedy bastard.
1: Yo, I just thought of two other directors we could have had for our Firefly Funhouse as well. How about Clive Barker, who gave, who gave us Hellraiser, and Stephen King? Hmm.
2: And you know what? For the sake of hip hop, how about Hype Williams film a match? Why not?
1: All right, so he's filming something for the street profits.
2: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he went straight to the street profits.
1: Just make, just you know, just just, just make it happen.
2: Nah, yeah,
1: that's funny. <laughs> but Shit. yeah, man, yo, episode one fucking hundred, my nigga.
2: Shit. Shit. Shout out to you, bro.
1: Yo, 100, out to smoke another blunt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> good old days, bro. The good old days. Yo, shout out to the sponsor once again, man. Bro. I just want to share with the people that I eat an edible... Like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> and it is just hitting me right now.
1: Oh, so you 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 in all the fields right now.
2: So I just wanna say shout out to the sponsors for that. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? Yo, um getting into music real quick, yo, have you heard about this kid from the Bronx named Ron Suno?
2: Ron Suno, nah.
1: Yeah, 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 man. Uh well he's kinda on that. From what I'm hearing, like that, that like that New York drill music that's going on now. Oh, okay. he got he got some bars. I, I was hearing him on the Funk Flex freestyle shit that he did a couple of months ago. He got some bars. Okay. He got some bars. He got some bars. And his his Instagram is wild, funny, bro. They got a whole bunch of like you know just comedy shit. He's a funny. He's a funny kid, man. Young King, young King on the come up. I I feel that, man. I feel that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's good to hear like some new Bronx niggas coming out. Yeah, there's you know um,
1: there's another dude. I mean, he was uh, you know, I don't know. He's not that young. I don't think he that young. I, I think you might have heard of him, Axel Leon.
2: Oh no! Nah, yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, he 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 got some fire. Out. I think I'm gonna put something from him.
2: Fucking here's a fun fact. This nigga Axel is like. Best friends with Alex Wolfpack One season Get out of here yeah. 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 yeah yeah But yo real quick Speaking of the BX man I just wanna like Send a shout out To Fred the God And Frederico. Oh
1: word Frededito, man
2: You know what I'm saying He's laid up in the hospital Right now Due to this coronavirus shit You know word. what I'm saying And you know It's not looking great But Obviously, there's definitely still hope that he's gonna come out of this though. So definitely want to send some positive yeah, energy, some, some positive Frederico, energy, man.
1: some love, man. Word up, word up, man. Hopefully, he come out You're of this, same. you know, good. You know what I'm
2: saying? First time, first time I met Fred was in the courtyards.
1: Get the, the fuck out of here, what? DX. Word <laughs> up, yeah, he's mad
2: cool with Fat Boy and them
1: niggas. Yeah, I, I actually, right. I actually met him through uh, Buddha.
2: Oh uh, yeah, shout out to Buddha, man
1: Yeah, man, Buddha the Future used to do mad joints with Fred They used to come up to the jam all the time, man When I was working at Def Jam
2: Shout out to Buddha, man He produced the greatest song I ever put out, man MLK Talking That's oh. like my, my favorite best song man. <laughs> I yep. mean, he made not make the beat for me Because Lloyd Banks ended up using it, or whatever But I still feel like I did better than Lloyd Banks on it But that's just me it
1: is. Shout out to banks, Yo, but yo, you're gonna. Can you kick a little sign for us, man now, now that we're talking? Wow. Come on a, now. You're a nasty, bro. You
2: are a nasty, <laughs> nasty, nasty man, son. You are nasty.
1: Come on, baby. Kick a little sign, bro.
2: All right, niggas put me on the spot. I said, I said, we out here potting and we doing our thing. Tell Coco, beware bringing them birds to the ring. Ah. Uh-huh. Attitude Era, WWF on the leather, the twenty twenty podcast, I go around with your shorty with a frog splash. Woo-hoo. She look like Sunny but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, nigga. That's it. That's it. You getting like seven bars.
1: Ah, uh, but we, we need we're gonna need a cold summer freestyle, bruh.
2: Yeah, I was listening to the beat, yo. Beat is pretty tough. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my cousin. He did it. You know what I mean? Right, I right, started right. putting the pen to the paper already to it, so be on the lookout for that.
1: I bet. So, everybody, next week, we're going to have a freestyle from the from the boy Woodrow. <laughs> yeah, Put him on the spot. That's is, it. That's it. That's, that's how it's going down, baby. Fingers. That's it.
2: This guy is pointing fingers right now. All, All day, right. every day, bro. Well, this was the 20
1: by 20 podcast. Episode 100, baby.
2: 100.
1: Yeah, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. Four weeks. Four weeks away from two years. It's going to go down, baby. It's going to (laughs) go down.
2: Word up. Hopefully, we out this fucking hole and we back in the streets where we supposed to be, man.
1: Exactly.
2: Word up. Stay safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Wear your gloves, wear your mask. Don't touch nobody. You know what I'm saying? Respect people's fucking space. Word,
1: mask on, not off. You know
2: what I'm saying? And yeah, we out here. Shout out to the nation. Shout out to Los Boricuas. (laughs) Shout out to the sponsors, man. Shout out to my nigga Nathan, man.
1: Salud, salud.
2: 100. Peace.